We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The Bucks won a f***ing NBA championship. Yeah! What? What? He tries to take a pulse, baby. Watching that basketball game, like, caused health problems for me. Boogie hates racism and Chris Paul. And who cannot get on board with that platform? If I've learned a lot, this, I, I'm not going to say it. That sounds too bad. That was good. Roll on. No, 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 no. The Bucks do win it all. Pat Connaughton's numbers should be in the rafters. Hey there, welcome to the Eurostep, a Milwaukee Bucks podcast that is proudly part of both the Eurostep and Blue Wire podcast networks. I'm Ty Windish, and I'm here to talk about not the Bucks' nice road win against the Bulls last night, because this episode is actually coming in from Oshkosh, where I got the chance to conduct three fantastic interviews with very Bucks adjacent players Greg Monroe, Frank Mason III, and Sandro Mamukelashvili. First up here is Moose, who is currently playing a mentorship role for the Capital City Go-Go after being on the Bucks earlier this season, pre-Serge Ibaka trade, on a 10-day contract. Moose and Capital City made it hard for the Herd and basically held a lead for the entire game until the very end of the fourth quarter on Friday night. So we chatted about that game for a bit. Before I dove into Buck's questions, including what it was like to play with Kristen Giannis again, and crucially, if the Marlon Wayans recruitment video the team made as part of the recruiting pitch to him back in 2015 was actually funny. Here's Moose. Tough game out there. I mean, you guys fought hard the whole game. Um, you know, just want generally your thoughts on, on, on how it went. You know, obviously the herd really staying with it the whole game. Um, you know, why, why do you think uh, they were able to pull it out this one? Um, well, they, they made the plays they needed to down the stretch. Um, you know, um, they just, you know, continue to attack um, no matter what throughout the game. Uh, so we definitely have to get some credit to them. You know, uh, Frank, uh, Tucker, both just continue to, to be relentless, getting downhill, getting to the rim. Uh, so that's something tomorrow we're going to have to work on. We're going to have to adjust, uh, make sure we're just containing the ball and not getting, no, getting them those easy drives and um, putting all the pressure on our defense. How about the uh, young fellow, Sandro Mamukelashvili? I noticed yeah. you and him going back and forth a few uh, times. Yeah, yeah, Mamu. Uh, you know, I was, I was, I had a 10-day with yep. the Bucks, so, um, you know, and he was there the whole time. Um, mm-hmm. You know, he's a good young player. I love his game. Um, you know, I know he's been playing um, well. He's with the Bucks and down here. Um, so it's definitely fun competing against him. Um, you know, I'm always kind of, you know, partial to the, the lefties as well. So, <laughs> you know, it's definitely good to play against him. 
I think he has a really bright future, and I'm looking forward to continue to see how he grow, grows as a player. Absolutely. I wanted to ask, I noticed you're doing a lot of talking on the court, on the bench for this team. Obviously, you're a vet. I mean, I would guess you have as much or more NBA time than maybe anyone on the team. You know, do you feel like you really need to step into that leadership role on and off the court here? Oh, uh, for sure. That's something that I've been trying to do all, all year, all season. Um, you know, just trying to bring as much information, knowledge, you know, use my experience to try to help these guys, you know, get better. Um, I think, you know, up until tonight, we're playing well. Uh, we had a good win streak. But I think um, at this point, I think as a team, we kind of know our identity. Um, and, you know, I try to make sure that I echo, you know, what Mike and the staff is is is, 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 is teaching mm-hmm. and also just use my experience from, you know, the time I spent playing my whole career to try to help these guys as much as possible. Got to ask some Bucks questions as a Bucks podcaster here. The 10 day this year, you know, what was it like kind of going into this team, having a really a, a kind of an uneven season up there in Milwaukee? Uh, what was your experience like on the 10 day? Um, I mean, it was it was it was a great experience for me. Uh, definitely, uh, you know, felt really well being back there. Um, after a couple years, um, but you know, I mean, those guys are, you know, they they're still playing at a high level, you know. Yeah. Um, you know, and I, I know this is the time of year. You know, I know they want to defend their title. I know it's the time of the year when they start revving. Everybody starts revving it up. So I know, you know, as a team, you know, they're starting to really hone in the lock in on what they're trying to accomplish. Um, but you know, in my experience, it was there. It was fun being with those guys. I mean, you know, they're defending champs. You know, I was up there, and it just—it's just a well-oiled machine. You know, um, you know, nobody ever gets too high or too low. Um, they know who they are. Um, you know, they—they they know what they need to do to win. So, it was a great experience. Uh, it was definitely fun being back in Milwaukee and being back with the organization for the short time. Um, and, you know, I'm looking forward to see what those guys uh, do finishing out the season. Was it, you know, business as usual when you get back there and you're playing with Giannis and Chris again? Did you pick back up? You know, what what was what is that kind of relationship? Uh, I mean, like? I mean, um, yeah, you pick back up. I mean, uh, me and me and Chris uh, more than more than me and Giannis. Um, sure. You know, we we still talk. You know, uh, every now and then. So you know, you know, I've known Chris before we came to the Bucks. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, it's definitely you know picking up. You know, right where you left off as far as off the court. Obviously, it's, it's a whole new coach, and you yeah. know they're doing totally different things than when I was playing with them mm-hmm. uh, in Milwaukee. But you know, as far as off the court, uh, you know, me and Chris will always be friends. You know, our families are are even you know pretty close. So um, you know, whenever we're around each other, it'll, it'll pick up the same. And Giannis is Giannis. You know, he's, he's a laid back, fun guy. Same dude. It's, it's just been definitely been fun to see his elevation. Yeah. Uh, you know, to see the player he's grown into. Uh, extremely happy for him. I know how hard he worked to get to where he is and how hard he still works. Um, so it, it was definitely fun being back with them. I'm more than happy for them, especially winning the championship. Um, you know, it's always fun being back with them. Absolutely. I wanted to ask about, you know, your play side. You talked about the new coach, the new system there in Milwaukee. You're kind of a, a new player now, as opposed to the last time you were there. I mean, Greg Monroe, you were known for post-scoring, right? That was, that was the game. And now... I saw a defensive-minded player out there, different body type. So just wanted to hear from you. You know, is that something you you set out to do to change your game? To oh, kind for of sure. The I mean, lead? the game the game has changed. You yeah. know, and, and, and all players um, had to adjust. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, I had to do whatever I could to adjust and try and fit into the new style of play. Um, you know, obviously, defense and being mobile and being able to switch is something that everybody wants to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's definitely something I've been working on throughout the off season. Um, and, and even within the season, just making sure I stay mobile, um, being talkative, being active, and just bring whatever I can on the court. Absolutely. Got one more um, kind of off base, but when you were being recruited by the Bucks, obviously huge deal when you signed in Milwaukee. I remember all the excitement in the city and the state. 
Is it true that there was a Marlon Wayans video oh. made to get you to sign with the team? If it's not illegal, <laughs> there was. It is true. It's very true. Uh, was it actually funny? You said no, it was funny, it I think, was, at the time. It was hilarious. It was really funny. I okay. mean, Marlon Wayans is somebody that I grew up watching. Yeah. Um, and, you know, as far as experiences in the rec- recruitment process, free agency, that's definitely probably the most memorable part. Just yeah. having someone that I was a fan of my whole life, watching him on TV, yeah. you know, and the Wayans brothers. And so to have him have a personalized video made just for me to help the uh, Bucks out uh, definitely was huge. It, it was funny, though, and it is true. Okay. Glad to hear it. Yeah. Thanks, Moose. I really no appreciate the time. Have a good one. Good game out there. Hey. I was almost worried that Moose had a frosty relationship with Giannis or something for a second there until he mentioned Giannis is just Giannis. That makes total sense. Next up is my interview with Frank Mason III who looked like his old MVP self out there, led the game in scoring as he dropped 30 on the go-go and all around looked great. So it was awesome to catch up with Frank right after the game. Frank, welcome back. Quite a a homecoming game out there. I think 30 uh, on on the head. What was it like to come back here, play in front of these fans again? They were going crazy all night long. It was great. You know, happy to be back, happy to be home, you know, where I'm most comfortable at. Um, you know, it was great to play in front of the fans. I think we got the best fans in the G League, and I was excited to be out there, man. Looking forward to tomorrow. Absolutely. I know, obviously, last time you played here, G League MVP, you know, some injuries since then, unfortunately. You know, can you talk a little bit about just what that road has been like and what you've had to get through to get back here? Hey, yeah, it's been a tough road. Like, um, it was really my first couple injuries in my career, and, um, you, you know, it really bothered me mentally and, and physically. So, you know, I'm just trying to get back to myself and um, I'm working towards that every day and uh, I'm happy to be here you know where I'm most happy at absolutely you know obviously a lot of new players although Tuck is still here coaching staff is largely the same you know did it kind of feel like old times getting back on this team or was there a little bit of a acclimation process with all the new players no you know it, it felt home right away you know as soon as I got the call and as soon as we made made it happen um CA is great guy, good coach. Uh, happy to be back with him. You know, he was assistant when I was here. Jack, um, like you said, Tuck, and you know, just a couple other people on the staff. You know, I'm familiar with. So you know, uh, it felt right, felt home right away. Kind of ri- reminded a little bit of that last season, just because there's a lot of stellar guard play here again. Um, Jalen Q has an awesome game. Marcus Graves really controlling the ball. Obviously, you as well. You know, do you like to play on a team where there's multiple guys who can handle the ball, attack, make good decisions? Oh, yeah, for sure, man. Playing with some talented guys, like you said. You know, we got some good guards. And, you know, um, this is only my second game with the team. So I know we're going to get things going in the right direction, and uh, we're only going to play better. You know, is it difficult at all to deal with, you know, being the MVP? I think you're just looked at as as you know almost a legend around here in Oshkosh does that weigh on you at all or do you just put all that aside when you play here yeah I mean it kind of weigh on me a little bit because you know I'm a humble guy I don't really like a lot of attention I like to stay low-key and you know I was a little bit nervous today um you know just being back home and I know the expectations was high but you know my main goal was you know to get the win so I'm happy with him absolutely you know um got to play with Mamu here tonight I think your last game as well um the rookie what do you think about his game? Kind of a big man who can also handle the ball a bit, yep. shoot the ball, moves real well. Well, yeah, this is only my second game with him, but what I've seen so far, uh, he's talented a bit. Like you say, he can handle it, shoot it, and can play make. So um, I'm excited to watch him grow over his career. So this was such a back-and-forth game. It felt like every time you guys went on a run, Capital City went on another one. What does it take to, to get over the edge and, and hold the lead at the end? Uh, it just takes, you know, confidence and never never give up, no matter what the score is, the time is. You know, you got to believe that 
we can pull it out and uh, take execution on the defense and offensive end. And coaches did a great job of drawing up plays, and we did a good job of executing. So that's all I got, friend. Thanks Thank so you, much. Man. Thank you. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. If you're a basketball junkie, then you know there's no better time of year than the NBA playoffs. Twice a week, J.J. Redick is cooking on his podcast, The Old Man and the Three. He has guys come on in all stages of their careers to talk about the league and share stories you won't hear anywhere else, including Devin Booker on why he talks so much trash, Ray Allen's epic free throw competitions with LeBron in Miami, and the moment Tyrese Halliburton knew Pascal Siakam would be a good fit in Indy. In addition to player interviews, every Monday, J.J. breaks down the top three things happening around the NBA with unmatched analysis. Analysis, not outlandish takes, and is often joined by masterminds of the game like Tim Legler to dive deep on rookie reports, trade breakdowns, and why is mean mugging now a tech? You won't find another outlet that covers the game as comprehensively and with such insight as JJ does it on The Old Man and the Three. Make this your companion podcast during the playoffs. Listen to The Old Man and the Three ad-free on Wondery Plus or wherever you get your podcasts. Frank is not a huge fan of doing interviews. As he said, he's just a private guy, which, of course, is totally fine. So I thought it was really cool that he opened up about his nerves for this game, his difficulties in getting back through injuries. And I definitely take his word that he's truly happy to be back here in Oshkosh. It says a ton about the culture fostered within the herd between Chase Buford, the last last team that played here, and now Chase and Allen that a player like Mason III is legitimately excited to return to Oshkosh, Wisconsin in March to a team that is currently out of the playoff race. And, you know, he totally means it. He feels comfortable here. The fans, I've got to say, the fans are great in Oshkosh. I mean, that building is thumping. The Herd are losing the whole game. They can never get over the deficit, and they do, and, and people just go crazy, which is great. Um, but finally, I got a chance to speak with another player who played for the Herd on Friday night, Mamu, always pleasant, Sandro Mamukelishvili about the game, his growth this season, the rookie wall, and I even tried to squeeze some Brook Lopez info out of him. Had just asked Greg kind of about your guys back and forth out there. He mentioned, you know, he's high on you as a player, fellow lefty, of course. So, um, you know, what what was it like kind of going up against him after being teammates, although, you know, for 10 days? I was great. Um, I feel like Greg is an amazing player. Uh, you know, he's been in the league. He's been overseas. He has all types of, um, 
experience. So just going against him was amazing. You know, um, it's a challenge for me. I always step up to the challenge. Um, I always want to prove myself when I play the guys who've been in the league or are, are in the league still. So, um, no, no, I, I love playing against him. He's a great player. Uh, challenged me a lot. Challenged him back and uh, ended up, we won. So, we won the challenge. Absolutely. Um, that game in general, it seemed like every time you guys made a run, Capital City made a run back, yeah. held that lead, held that lead. You know, what goes into a game actually, a game like that, actually getting over the line and holding it through the end? It's tough, you know, when you have all like players who want to prove something, they're going to come back and do 110% every possession. So I feel like it's more sticking with it. You know, they're going to, it's the basketball is played, plays are run to play. Like they're just going to, it's like, um, like they're just going to have a run. We're just going to have a run. It's like who will break down at the end. So I feel like we just kept our head focused. We stayed in the game. And then uh, we just told ourselves, like, even if they go on the run, we can we can always try to come back, get three steps in a row, you know, get rebounds. I feel like that was the main thing. We were all getting all rebounded. And as soon as we got rebounds under control, the game started going our way. So I feel like it's all about just toughness and physicality and sustained game with your mind. Tons of offensive firepower out there for you guys in this new lineup with Frank back. Yeah. Um, you know, what's it like playing out there? Is it is it different, you know, maybe finding shots nah, lesser? It's, it's great. Um, yeah. First of all, Frank had an amazing game. Yeah. He's so crafty. And I got a shout out to our PG, Marcus. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Marcus is like amazing. I love playing with guys like that. Unselfish, can knock down the floater, makes the right read. And of course, Tuck and everybody else comes in and plays aggressive. Jalen had a great game again. So I feel like we're we're coming to the to the point where everybody knows its role. Everybody knows when to go, when to get an ISO. But most of the time, just give the ball point guard and break break it down. I feel like coaches are doing a great job explaining that. And uh, we're being more and more unselfish slowly. So I feel like it will just show the good result at the end. Absolutely. You know, do you feel like this could be a, kind of a, a turning point win for you guys down the stretch? I mean, obviously you'll be with the Bucks some nights, but yeah, I hope so. You know, uh, uh, every time I come here, my only chat, my only goal is to win the game. It doesn't matter. I score 10, 25. I just want to win. You know, that's the that's the that's the mindset I have. So, uh, you know, I feel like I'm with a great group of guys who want to win, and hopefully we just kind of keep this going. And if not, it's as I said, it's, it's, it's a game. Sometimes it'll go your way, sometimes it won't, but it's all about just maintaining your focus and going into another one. You know, we got to leave it back. Like, we won, we can't celebrate. We got a game tomorrow, so you just got to leave this right where it is and just go and get ready for tomorrow's game. Absolutely. You know, we talked a little bit about Greg Monroe. Yeah. Now you got Serge Ibaka there in Milwaukee. Brooke Lopez now <laughs> is able to practice. You know, a lot of big guys with a ton of experience. Yeah. Is that has that it's, been great for you up there? Is that you know, a lot amazing, to learn? You know, uh, first of all, the organization is great, you know, they kind of break it down for me, trying to help me, trying to be the better person, better player on and off the court. And um, when you talk about Serge, like I had a like 25 minute talk with Serge about defense, about how he got where he got, what, what steps he had to take. You know, Brooke is Brooke, the legend. Uh, I love just being around the guys and, you know, just not only them, but George Hill, GA, Bobby, Drew, Chris, you know, I can say the whole team, they're so like open. Like they, their arms are always open for my questions, and you know they're very like kind of calm with me, and they did take their time. So uh, I appreciate the organization and the players for having such amazing guys in Rome. I know uh, we just I think heard today that Brooke is back to five <clears throat> on five. You know, have you gotten to play with against him at all? How's he looking? Uh, in like summer, that? I played him in summer. summer. He's a he's a great player. Yeah, such a crafty big guy. Big guy. <laughs> so 
we're going to see how it goes, but I'm yeah. for Brooke. Absolutely. Um, last one here. We <laughs> talked a little bit just about your development, you yep. know, how you're feeling. How are you still feeling about the rookie season? Are you finding the, the rookie wall at all? And uh, is there anything in particular you're proud of from your game this year? You know, um, the rookie wall definitely exists, <laughs> yeah. but I feel like it was more of like, I feel like, one thing I learned throughout this is like All Star Break sucks. You know, really? just kinda You didn't go on vacation? No, nah, I went into the vacation. I kept working out, but it's not yeah. the same, you know. When you kinda here every day is mostly the same thing. You go, you do the same thing and you you know, when like I went to LA, I worked out there with my trainers and stuff and lifted, but it was not the same, you know. So when I came back it was kinda like, oh, but um, you know, it's a, it's my job and I was happy to be back. So I feel like that's the only thing. You know, just gotta watch, like, just gotta stay in shape during the All Star break, and just gotta keep my uh, basketball in your mind. But other than that, um, it, the rookie season has been great. Uh, as I said, organization has been nothing but supportive, and you know, um, just love being back and forth, just playing with the guys, playing with the older guys, and just getting better and listening. Mamu is great. Uh, I really thought it was awesome that Serge Ibaka kind of pulled him aside to discuss defense with him on an extended conversation. Having Brooke Lopez, who now is back to practicing five on five, which is super exciting, and Ibaka as defensive-minded big men to learn from should be huge for Mamu's long-term development. So it's it's easy to see why he's so excited about coming up through the Bucks organization. I hope you all enjoyed this interviewed filled podcast. Um, and I hope the people who tweet me, letting me know the Bucks are on when I'm in Oshkosh can now kind of see why um, I'm in Oshkosh for a lot of these games. The chance to speak with players after the game is really, really hard for me to pass up, even when the Bucks are, are playing an exciting game at the same time. But uh, I hope you all enjoyed. Be sure to subscribe to the Eurostep Podcast Network on your podcast platform of choice, on YouTube, on Substack at gspn.substack.com. And make sure to get in our Eurostep Discord by sending in your five-star rating slash review on Apple or Spotify or proof of your Substack subscription. You can send that to me on Twitter at Ty Windish or email it to EurosteppPod at gmail.com. That's extra important to do ASAP before Sunday afternoon because we are holding a live watch party for Bucks Suns exclusively for Discord members through the playback app. So get in that Discord ASAP so you can watch along with us on a Manning cast style broadcast. Thank you for listening. Pod random. And we'll talk to you next time.